Hey guys, it's Shannon, your humble host, bringing you a raw Christian life. You know, in today's society, I'm seeing a lot of ladies in the same spot I saw myself in not too long ago. Ladies who have that feeling of incompleteness, feeling like there's just something missing in their lives. That's why I'm here. I'm here to help those who are on the fence, not sure what they're missing, or those who are letting the stigmas of church and religion keep you from finding that true happiness that you can only find in our Heavenly Father God. So take a second, slip on those comfy socks, pour yourself a cup of your favorite drink, grab a snack, and come right back here. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5-6 from the King James Version Bible. This week, guys, I'm going to go a little deeper. I wasn't planning on going this deep this soon, but as I'm sure everyone tuning in and listening has heard about the Roe versus Wade legislation that's been passed and the trigger laws that have been passed by some states in reaction to that being overturned. I'm not here to discuss it, guys. I'm not here to debate it, to tell you what I think, what I feel, my stance on it. I'm not here to do that, guys. I started this podcast and named it The Raw Christian Life, and I told you first episode that I was going to bring the raw truth to you guys about my Christian path, and this has brought up a lot of feelings for me as a Christian, as a woman, as an American, I'm having a lot of conflicting feelings. I'm not here to alienate anybody or to tell anybody they're wrong for their feelings or they're right for their feelings. I just want to bring you the struggle that I've been dealing with mentally during this process since the legislation has come about and the case was overturned and everything that I've read, heard, seen. I want to bring that to you. It's been on my heart a lot lately. I prayed on it several times and I feel like there's somebody else out there that needs to hear what I have to say because they're feeling the same way and they're not sure if it's okay. So first and foremost, as a woman and as an American, I'm mad, guys. I'm mad. As a Christian, I know it was the right decision, but I struggle with that because I, I haven't been a Christian for very long and I, I'm still learning to trust the Lord and I'm still learning to hand my life over to Him and to try not to control things myself and to let Him lead my life. And a big part of that is to follow what the Bible says, to live biblically. And I'm just, I'm struggling that because I've spent so long as a non-Christian and just having my own beliefs and, you know, things based on my own feelings. And that's it. Uh, based on what I know, what I've experienced, what those around me have told me, I've heard stories and everything else. And so I'm just, I'm really struggling. As a Christian, I know it's wrong. I know that the that human life starts at conception and so abortion is wrong in the christian mind but i also know that god tells us that we are not to judge that we are to lead others to christ 
through our actions and through witnessing to them. I feel like with something like this, a lot of people are taking it to one extreme or the other, and I'm stuck right there in the middle, and I don't know where to go. I don't know how to deal with it, and I know there's others out there like me. I know if you're feeling this way, you're not alone. As a Christian, I know it's wrong, but as a woman, I don't want anybody else telling me what to do with my body. I don't want anybody else telling my daughter what to do with her body. I don't want anybody being able to tell any woman what to do, where to go, how to act, how to react, free will. Even God gave us free will, guys. So a part of the American side of me, so I'm kind of breaking this into three groups. I have the woman side of me that's just mad. I'm just mad because it feels like women are taking steps backwards now instead of forwards. And I don't like that. And it's not the women that are doing it. As an American, I'm mad. I I don't see how men think it is okay to tell a woman what they can and can't do with their bodies. I don't understand how Bob can tell Suzanne what to do. I know biblically you're supposed to let your husband follow. You're supposed to not follow. You're supposed to follow your husband's lead. He is the leader of your household. And I understand that. But nowhere in the Bible have I read. Now, if I'm wrong, please tell me. Please, I'm here to learn from you guys as much as I'm here to be here for you guys. So, if I'm wrong, you let me know. But I have not seen or read or heard of any instances in the Bible where it tells the men or says God tells men to control every aspect of a woman's life and her body. It says, from what I have read and know and understand, it says to lift your woman up, to find a woman that is good, that women are supposed to take care of their families, and it tells men to love thy wife as Christ loves the church. And Christ loves broken people. So why are men making these decisions for women, that's not lifting them up. That's not giving them, that's not allowing them to have the free will that Jesus gave us. That's not okay. Even from a Christian standpoint, I get stuck on that point because men are making decisions for women. And while the men are the leaders of our household and our churches, they are not God and they do not get to decide who women are, what they do, they don't get to decide those things. So I struggle with that on the Christianity side and on the women and American side. Now, my American self thinks our founding fathers found this land on freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of... I, I, there's a lot of them. I, I'm not going to go into all of them. But there's freedoms in the United States. So why are women's freedoms being taken away when we're in the year 2022. We're not in the 1930s. We're not in the 1940s. We are in 2022. So why now that we've had these rights for this long, are they now trying to take them away? I'm scared as a Christian to voice how I feel and that I'm struggling with it because I feel like I'm going to be judged. As I discussed in the last podcast episode, that is something that I've struggled with in the past. I have struggled with doing things that give other people the chance to judge me or not living up to expectations or standards and that I'm not struggling with as bad. Um, 
I feel like if you're going to judge me because this is something that I'm struggling on, that's something that you have to atone for when you get to the pearly gates. That's something that you have to have a conversation with Jesus on because I'm not judging you for judging me. You're judging me for trying to be a good Christian, but also being a woman and an American at the same time and struggling with it. I know where I should stand as a Christian. I know where I feel like I should stand as a woman and as an American, but they don't line up together. So I'm struggling with that. And it's okay for me to struggle with that. I also struggled with the fact that I didn't think it was okay that I struggled with it. And as I started talking around and asking people, there's a lot of people that are struggling with it. There's a lot of people that are in the same position as I am and they're struggling. And it's okay, guys. It's okay. Let me tell you what I've been doing to try to combat the struggles I have been praying a lot, a lot of praying, and I've been trying to stay out of the media, and I've been trying to stay away from people that are just going to throw their opinions in my face and people that are going to tell me that I'm wrong. I've been staying quiet on the subject because it weighed so heavy on my heart. And guys, I'm not one that gets into politics. I'll be real honest, just voted for the first time in, you know, the last presidential election, and I... So I'm not big into politics. So I got into politics and then a couple months later, I started getting into Christianity. And a lot of times politics and Christianity don't match up because in the United States, again, we have that freedom of religion. And so politics, separation of church and state. I, I say it all the time. Yes, God needs to be in the hearts of our congressmen and women and our president and anybody that's in a government office needs to have God in their heart, but they have the freedom as an American not to. So how can we base laws based on one religion when there's so many religions and not all of their beliefs align together? Um, so that's where I struggle on the American side of it. On the Christian side of it, I'm like, yes, make laws, bring God back into, you know, the laws, bring God back into the decision making. We need him to make things right because our world is falling apart. But as I said, at the same time, I've lived so long as a non-Christian. I mean, to be honest, guys, one minute I'll be like, yeah, they did this. This is good. And then... Three minutes later, I'll be like, oh, no, this is bad. This and this and this is going to happen. And all I can think of is the negatives and what might happen next. And I have to hand that over to God. I have to hand over what's plaguing my heart to God. I have to ask him for comfort. I have to ask him for grace because my human fleshly thoughts and feelings on it don't align with what I know is right by God. And that's what matters. And so I have to go to him every time I start to have those thoughts and be like, please, Jesus, come into my heart and help me. Help me cope with this. Help me understand this. Help me see it in a broader light so that I feel good as a Christian with what I'm now happening to face, I guess. I'm, I mean, I'm not really happening to face it so much as the 
it's not a choice I would ever make for myself, but I have to face being okay with other women not being able to make that choice for themselves because not every woman feels the same as me. So this is going to be a shorter episode, guys, but I've, I've struggled a lot. Everybody tries to make things just black and white, black and white, black and white. It's this or it's that. There's no gray areas in the world, especially not when it comes to the Bible. God lays it out for you. He does. But then our fleshly human knowledge and science and everything contradicts the Bible. And so then we have these gray areas. For instance, let me tell you how we have a gray area and how science contradicts the Bible. Okay, so gray area. Science tells us that when implantation starts, those are live cells, but it doesn't form into a baby or have a heartbeat until around eight weeks gestation. So Christians believe that human life starts at conception. A lot of other people think human life starts with your first breath. Science tells us that it has a heartbeat at eight weeks. Where I struggle the most is, and this was kind of kind of explained to me, um, but where where I struggle the most is where do we draw the line? So Congress has drawn the line, or the Supreme Court, I guess I should say, not Congress. The Supreme Court drew the line when they said abortion's not okay. We're we're overturning this. And guys, abortion's not the only thing included in it. And I'm not even going to get into all of that, but. That is the only point that people are harping on is abortion. Whether you think it's right or wrong or not, anytime a big case is overturned, there's going to be negatives that come out of it. So abortion being given back to the states and the states being able to decide on that subject matter, that is a good thing to a Christian. That is a great thing because a lot of states are going to decide to stop abortion. They're going to ban it. They're not going to allow it. And a lot of Christians are overjoyed by that. And a lot of women aren't overjoyed by that. They are scared. They're scared for their health. They're scared for their lives. They're scared for their friends. They're scared for their neighbors, people they don't know. Women are scared. And nobody seems to care about that. Nowhere in the Bible do I know of that it says... Make your women feel, make the women of the world feel unsafe. And that's what's happened. That's the saddest part to me. I can get, I, I know abortion is wrong as a Christian. As a woman, I, I'm indifferent. I, I have different feelings depending on the day, depending on, I have different feelings on it. I'm still struggling with it. But no matter what your stance on that is, I think we can all agree that no woman should have to feel this much fear because of our government. It's hard, guys. It's hard to have this battle in my head every day. And it has. It's been in my head every day. I have struggled so much. And I read people's stories and I don't know what to believe. And that's why I haven't done a lot of research. I know the basic gist of it. And I know how I should feel as a Christian. And I know how I feel as a human woman, human American woman. And the biggest outside of is abortion okay or not, is abortion murder or not, outside of that, my biggest struggle is Christian people not understanding the fear or not caring about the fear and not understanding or caring about the fact that you're taking Americans' rights away. Now, had it never been a right 
to have an abortion, if it was never legal, if it was never okay, this would be a completely different conversation. But it was a right. It was a right that was given to us to make choices for our own bodies. And women barely have any freedom with that anymore. It's rough, guys. I try to turn to my Bible. I try to turn to Jesus. I've been praying on it. Like I said, the only thing that we can do now is leave it in God's hands. And that's what my verse at the beginning was. My Psalms or Proverbs verse at the beginning of this episode was about handing it over to the Lord and trusting Him, His timing, and His processes. You have to trust that God, knowing what is going on, has a plan. He doesn't want us to suffer. He doesn't want us to be scared. He doesn't want us to feel this anger and hurt. And, uh, he doesn't want us to feel those feelings, but we are. And so the best thing that we can do is pray for ourselves, for our friends and our families, for the women in our communities, for the women in our country. That's all we can do, guys. And as much as that pains me to say, because I wish there was more that we could do one way or another, I wish there was a way to give these women comfort. I find comfort knowing that God has a plan and knowing that God loves us. I find comfort in that. Does it completely take away my struggle? No. Is that okay? Yes, it is okay because God still loves me. He understands that I'm trying. So it's okay. If you're feeling this way too and you want to talk it out or, you know, if you used to feel this way or you felt this way the first couple of days and you've already gotten through it, you want to give me some pointers on what you did or give me um, some reading materials to help me understand what's going on a little bit better because maybe that'll bring me comfort. Please reach out to me. I'm always open for learning more. I'm always open for advice. I'm always open for deepening my relationship with Christ and with others. And so if you were one of those people and you have any advice or anything for me, materials, advice, just a kind word, anything, reach out. I'm here. And on the opposite end of that, if you are someone that is struggling like me and you need some advice and you need a kind word or you need some scripture to lean on or any anything, also reach out. I, I want to be here for others as much as I want others to be here for me. I started this podcast to give you the raw truth. And guys, this is the biggest struggle that I've had since I started on my Christian journey. This is my biggest struggle. I definitely feel like it's a hurdle. And it's not one that I'm just able to just be like, oh, okay, well, let's just step over this hurdle. Um, there have been other aspects of the Christian life that I have been able to do that with. That I'm like, oh, this might be hard. But then within two to three days, I'm good. Not this time, guys. I'm, I'm struggling. I find myself every time I start to get distracted from it and it's outside of my mind it comes right back and I'm like, well, what about this circumstance? Well, what about this person? Well, how is this person feeling? Well, why is this okay and this isn't okay? And there's so much more that I could go into on how I'm feeling, guys, but I don't want, none of that is important. The ins and outs and every single little ounce and thought that I'm thinking about each side and each, that's not what's important. What's important is for others to know that there are Christians out there that are struggling and 
Do we know that God knows? Yes. Are we ashamed of it? Well, I would hope not. I'm not ashamed of be struggling. I don't voice my opinion on it because I'm struggling. That's the one thing I think has kind of helped is that I have not... I've discussed it with two people. That's it. That's all I've discussed it with because it's... I don't want anyone's Christian or non-Christian beliefs to be pushed down my throat. I don't want to be made to feel bad for taking time to process and struggling during that process. I don't want anybody else to feel like how they processed it and the conclusion that they've come to is bad or negative or I don't... None of that is important. What's important is me leaning on God for my support and clarification. That's what's really important. Okay, guys. So I think that's all I have for today. Like I said, if you're struggling, reach out. If you have any advice or kind words or scripture that has helped you through or, you know, has helped others through that you want to reach out and give to me so that I can look them over and maybe get some more clarity, I would greatly appreciate it. And I'm always here for you guys. You can reach me at a raw Christian life at gmail.com. That's my email address. Or you can find us on Facebook. It's a raw Christian life group. It is open to the public. You just go in and request that you be added and I'll be happy to add you. I'm definitely trying to grow our community. Also, if you could rate and review the podcast, that'll help us keep coming around. And if you could share it, that would be great. We are eight eight new listeners away from our first big milestone. So that's exciting. So we're just trying to grow our community so that we can keep coming back and keep providing quality podcast episodes that people want to listen to. If you have any suggestions for things that you would like to hear or like me to touch base on in future episodes, please let me know. I'm for suggestions. I I encourage feedback. I love feedback. I love hearing what you guys have to say. I love trying to include things that you guys want to hear in the podcast. So if you have any suggestions or anything that you would like to hear or anything, please reach out. Let me know. You can do that on Facebook or through the Gmail account as well. So thanks for coming back around, guys. Thanks for listening to me. I hope this helps somebody else Um, know that you're not alone and that there are other people out there struggling as well. So with all of that being said, let's go into prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you today on this beautiful day that you've given us on earth with breath in our lungs and family and friends to surround us with. We thank you, Lord, for all of the blessings that you've given us in our earthly journeys. We ask that you just continue to grace us with your love and compassion and if anybody out there is struggling lord please put it on their hearts for them to reach out to me if they're needing somebody to talk to lord i'm always here for them i want i want them to know you and i want them to know that they can come to me with those questions and i will i will help them lord and if there's anybody out there with illnesses them or their family members lord please reach down your healing hands and wrap them around those individuals and provide knowledge and patience and dedication to their doctors and nurses and their caregivers. Lord, I just ask that you 
that you continue to provide for all of your faithful followers and anybody that's struggling and Lord, there's so much need in the world right now that I can't I can't get my thoughts straight to even ask for all that we're needing, but you know what plagues our hearts, Lord, and I just ask that you reach down to each individual, and I know you're busy, but I ask that you help them in, in whatever way you need to, whether that's healing or grace or comfort or wisdom, whatever they're needing, Lord, and I just ask that you be with all the missionaries around the world and all the church planters that are doing your deeds, Lord, I ask that you be with them and you help provide for them and you help them keep on track and keep spreading your word. And Lord, I just ask that you be with all of our doctors and our government officials and our public service workers and anybody out there, Lord, that needs you, please just be with them and touch their hearts and just provide for them, Lord. I just ask this. And and Lord, I'd like to ask that you be with all of our churches and our church members and anybody out there who might need an extra boost from you, Lord. I just ask that you just be with everyone and reach out and provide for us. I know you always do and you always will, Lord. That's what makes you so great. And we just love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.